Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1777. Welcome to the real world by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. And I'm Justin Mollock, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays. That's from some of the best blogs I can find covering personal development and minimalism mostly, with permission from the authors. And with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Welcome to the Real World by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. Something's been bothering me lately, and judging from what I know about the people who read these articles each week, I bet it's bothered some of you before too. It's that phrase, welcome to the real world. Have you ever heard that? It's usually intended as a sarcastic remark about what someone else has said or is doing. It might also have been phrased like this, that's just not how it works. You'll understand better one day when you're older, wiser, have a mortgage, whatever. That sounds nice, but it's unrealistic. Let me share something very important with you. These are the things that people say when they want to marginalize you. Other negative adjectives are idealistic, naive, and well-meaning. If you hear those words, get ready. Someone is very close to telling you about their interpretation of the real world. To be more precise, here's what the real world looks like from the perspective of those who would like to welcome you to this world. Remaining true to principles or values is admirable to a point, but after a while, we are expected to compromise them in order to be true to a greater good. No one should be too much of anything. If you're too smart, you can't relate to regular people. If you're too rich, you don't understand how the rest of us live. If you're too nice even, you're naive for not knowing that the world is a dog-eat-dog place where each person must compete for scarce resources. And anyone who is able to break loose and find their own way should be treated with suspicion. The attitude is, if I can't do that, you shouldn't be able to either. Please note, the real world is not reality. It is not defined by facts. It is determined by the collective perception of unremarkably average people. They're the people in the matrix who have taken the blue pill. Remember that? Naturally, I have a different perspective from those who talk about the real world. The perspective is, this is absurd. Here's how I see it instead. No one is better than you. Short of being enslaved, no one can get away with telling you what to do without you accepting it. The best years of our lives are neither behind us nor ahead of us, they're right now, so we'd better take advantage of them. You can walk away from a good job and have more freedom and opportunity than the colleagues you leave behind. The widespread belief in deferred gratification where we willingly put off the things we want for decades in a vague hope that one day we can enjoy life is a false belief that prevents people from finding their purpose at an early age. The world is waiting for you for you to go out and see it. No need to pack the lonely planet or plan much of anything before you go, you'll figure it out. I'm well aware what people in the real world say about these ideas. They say pretty much the same thing that has always been said throughout history about unrealistic ideas. You know, those notions about how women should have the same rights as men, human beings should not be bought and sold, 
Lay people should have access to religious texts. Criminals should be rehabilitated instead of simply put to death, and so on. All those crazy, unrealistic ideas that could never work in the real world. Response. When presented with the welcome to the real world, that's not how it works here pitch, you have to choose whether to ignore it or fight back. Be careful when you choose to fight back because people who hold these beliefs are like caged animals. In the long run, you are smarter, stronger, and have more stamina than them. But in the short run, you might get bitten if you put your hand in the cage. When animals or small-minded people feel threatened, they tend to lash out at whoever is nearby. If you do fight back carefully, the response that comes to mind is something like this. Maybe that's not how it works for you in your world. However, not all of us are sleepwalkers. Some of us are alive. Some of us have not given up on the unrealistic. Some of us have taken the red pill. Some of us don't want the things in the real world. The living world. The alternative to the real world is to join the living world. Joseph Campbell understood this alternative years ago when he wrote about the meaning of life. Quote, people say that what we're seeking is a meaning for life. I don't think that's what we're really seeking. What we seek is an experience of being alive, end quote. The living world gives us yet another reason to be happy about the world falling apart around us. In the context of losing wealth and job security, more people are choosing to seek the experience of being alive. Some, certainly not all, are realizing that the real world has failed them and that they need to find another way to make it now that the curtain has been lifted. Yes, I know it sucks to realize that everything you've been told is a lie, but consider the alternative. Would you rather spend your whole life believing the lie? Don't get me wrong, I know there are plenty of people who would choose the lie. They're the ones who say your ideas are unrealistic and you aren't living in the real world. But the good news is that the people in the real world are losing their ranks, and some of them are ready to wake up. If you've already done so, you're ahead of the game. You can help people wake up from sleepwalking and welcome them to the living world. I don't think that's an unrealistic idea at all. You just listened to the post titled, Welcome to the Real World by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the Go Henry app. And with their Go Henry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with Go Henry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. An inspirational post if you're feeling like you're stuck or living the life you didn't imagine for yourself. Many of the authors I narrate for you here would probably agree with what he's saying, and they live what others would consider an unconventional life, by the average person's standards at least. The first authors I narrated way back in episode one, for example, The Minimalists, super unconventional. Joshua quit his job and got rid of most of his possessions and debt and wanted to be a writer. 
He figured he'd work at a coffee shop if he had to. At least he'd be doing something he enjoys and not wasting six figures a year on things he didn't really need to be happy. Then the second author I narrated was Leo Babauta of Zen Habits, overweight, smoker, turned it all around and became a marathon runner, all while having six kids. And also on the minimalism side, Courtney Carver, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, decided to focus on having a more meaningful life and minimalism. She quit her job. She says she's never been happier. I'm sure most of the people in their lives probably said they were crazy for taking this weird, different path. But look where they are now. It's definitely possible. It might not work out beautifully, or it might be a tough start. And I know all these people have had their fair share of struggles too, but I also know they wouldn't take it back for the world. And I wouldn't either with these podcasts, which is thanks to you. So thank you for listening. Hope you're having a great day. And I'll be back for the Friday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.